You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Gravity Leadership Podcast. Gravity Leadership is a community of people seeking to live our lives in the orienting center of God's love in the midst of our post-Christian world, learning to lead like Jesus, live on mission, and make disciples. In nature, gravity is the phenomenon that brings stuff together, objects as small as atoms and quarks and as large as stars and galaxies. We believe the gravity of the Christian life is the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ. The Gravity Leadership Podcast is curated conversations on what it looks like to practically orient our lives and our leadership in the love of Christ, the gravity that holds everything together. Hey, folks. Hey! Welcome. <laughs> hey! hey. Uh, welcome to the Gravity Leadership Podcast, another episode of the Gravity Leadership Podcast. It's really good to have you with us. Uh, I'm here today with uh, the co-founders, the three co-founders of Gravity Leadership. It's me, Ben Sturgeon. Come on. And uh, Ben Hardman out in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, down, sir. Down. Down. Out. I mean, it's out from here. Down. Down and out. Everything's out. <laughs> ben Hartman's out. down and out in Atlanta. Down and out in Atlanta. Down and out in Atlanta. <laughs> and uh, Matt Matt Tevy's here as well. Uh, it's good to, uh, good to be together, bros. We were just together last weekend. We were just together last weekend. That's what we want to talk about today. Um, the Gravity Leadership National Gathering, Intergalactic. It yes. got called the Intergalactic Gathering because as far as we knew, there were no other, ga- there were no other gravity gatherings happening that weekend in the galaxy. Cosmic and comic. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so we, uh, yeah, we had a gathering last weekend, and uh, we wanted to do a podcast episode just uh, about some of our reflections on it uh, because we learned a lot of things, and uh, we're really encouraged about it. So, can we? Uh, can I give a sixty-second summary for those who weren't there? Yeah, yeah. What did we do? What Why did we gather? What did we do? Tell, tell, tell us, Matt. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you the content, um, and then maybe we can talk about how this gathering was different than other gatherings we do, and why both are necessary. That might yeah. be uh, really important to do. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so we the, the title of the, the weekend was How to uh, Live on Mission in, a, in the Midst of a Busy Life. Mm-hmm. And what we decided to do was to back up and say, uh, people are on mission, in quotes, uh, based upon 
the the formation that they have, mm-hmm. who they are, based upon the culture they live in, and mm-hmm. based upon whatever news, good news or bad news, that kind of dominates their life, right? Yeah. So their mission might be to make a lot of money, or just right. to make it to retirement, you right. know. Or so everybody has a mission. Everybody has a mission. You can't live missionless, even yeah. if it's to check out and play video games for ten hours. Like you're going to be on. That's, That's your mission, mission, and you're going to accomplish it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we started the. That's first... actually my teenage boys' mission. Most, yep. <laughs> most, most boys in this culture are. Uh, yeah, are, their that's... mission is to play as many video games as possible. Yep. Yeah. To yeah. avoid adulthood as long as possible. Yeah. Not clean their room. <laughs> <laughs> so we we started with no mission without formation that we will we will do who we are, and so we need to have. Uh, an intentional, not just aspirational, but an intentional, tangible way of forming people. Mm-hmm. And then there's no formation without culture. So culture, uh, you can't just form people with education and pep rallies and pro- and, and to-do lists mm-hmm. and opportunity. People don't just need opportunity to be on mission. Yeah. They have to be formed to be on mission, and they have to have some way, uh, some culture that in enculturates them into a missional right. way of living. It makes mission normal. Like, this is what we do. Yeah. And, this, and, and from every angle, there is uh, kind of the, the message or the, yeah, the culture of, oh, this is what we do. This is who we are. This, this is, is what, is we, what do. we do. Yeah. And so then there's, uh, culture's made up a lot of things. We could have probably spent the entire weekend just talking about what is culture and how do you make it. But we broke mm-hmm. it down to paradigms, how we see, yeah. posture, how we be. Relate to one another. How we relate to one another and, and practices, mm-hmm. right? Or, or habits, yep. um, like, like how we uh, inhabit the world. And then finally, there's no culture creation. There's no culture, there's no thick culture that is, that, is that, that transforms us and that we can pass on to other people without the gospel of the kingdom. So we need the good news of Jesus in all its myriad, myriad ways, myriad forms, dealing yep. with dealing with our issues, the bad news that centers on our significance, security, and belonging, and learn how to be gospelers, learn how to become gospel-fluent yeah. in our community so that when we are extending our community into the world, that we're just doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, we, we don't yeah. have two tasks, we have one task, mm-hmm. and and our, our culture, our formation, and the gospel of the kingdom carries us out into mission. So that was... Yeah, the outline of the content. That was the outline of the content, but we... We structured it differently than other gatherings we've done in the past. So, uh, Hardman, would you, I don't know, you, you kind of have a good handle on this because you named this uh, Kairos for us coming out of this. Like, what, how would you describe what we typically do with like events and trainings and then what this, how this event went? Yeah, I, th- I think what we've typically done is more of like a boot camp or a workout or a training mm. where we kind of get in there and we're kind of laying out the content and giving handles and examples and helping churches and communities and leaders kind of develop a plan or a process or to think through what are some paradigm shifts that we need to make, um, particularly in the, in the area of paradigm posture and practices. So like, what are the paradigm shifts that the Spirit's leading us into? Um, what are some ways that the Father's speaking that we need to transform or change? What are some posture changes that need to happen within our community if we're going to inhabit those spaces? Mm-hmm. And then what are the practices that we need to come in and lean into? And so it feels much more like working out or training. And, and what we wanted to do for this event was really have more of a conversation, really do a little bit more of kind of thought leadership and kind of thinking through um, and, and understanding that like the, the wisdom is in the room. Right, that that there are yeah. leaders all around the room that are wrestling with the same kinds of things, and that we can learn from each other. 
Uh, and so I think what we did for this event, and, and, and I think we can grow in our ability to communicate what we're doing, right? <laughs> our ability right. to say like, yeah, that was hey, part this of our is cars. training. This yeah. is going to be working out, uh, but this is all, this is going to be more of us just having a conversation about where we're at. Mm. And I was struck by how powerful it was for many people in the room to just hear and understand that there's a bunch of people in the room who are mm. wrestling through the same things. Yep. That uh, it, it's like uh, I'm not crazy. I'm yep. not alone. Yep. I'm not the only one wrestling through this. Mm. Uh, I was also struck just by the power of proclaiming good news to one another. Like, like yes, how how remarkably that transforms us, and how hungry we are for it. Uh, we we've kind of adopted a phrase. I'm sure we stole it from somewhere uh, around here at Grace Marietta, where where we just talk about like the you you oftentimes you find your purpose in your people. And, and, and what I, what we're looking for is people who carry around a, a, a can of gasoline and a pail of water, uh, and who are able to throw gasoline on our passions, right. To stir up the deep things of God within us, to call out what, who we are, to call out the good news within us, hmm. and then have a pail of water to dump on our fears. Uh, and so hmm. that kind of, that kind of just, just how powerful it is to have a tribe of people who are pushing us towards our passions, who are telling us who we are and not who we're not and who are throwing water on our fears and reminding us of the good news. Hmm. Uh, and I felt like that's was what was happening in the room. There was yeah. a lot of bad news that was proclaimed, even in the conversations, a lot of bad news that was yeah. thrown out there. Um, but then it all came back to what's the good news of the kingdom? What's hmm. the father doing? Where, where, what's the good news that we have for one another? And how do we sharpen each other and urge each other on and call out the best in one another? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. Another a couple, um, I guess, conceptual uh, I, for what kind of a gathering we had. Another two words for it. Another two names for it that I, that I've found helpful are learning commons uh, and a community of practice. And these are both uh, things that are out there, so you can kind of look it up. But but I I, I agree, Ben, that I think um, what we were trying to convene uh, was a community of practice. And that's what was so helpful for people is that there was this common, like a community of practice is something like, say we all are like cobblers and we, uh, you guys know what a cobbler cobble is? Cobble shoes. They yeah, shoes. we cobble shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or make peach cobbler. I right. love peach cobbler, guys. I'm a fan of blueberry cobbler myself. But anyway, so say we're all cobblers and uh, we go to the cobbler convention and we sort of learn best practices from each other. We learn from what's happening in the cobbling world. You know that kind. Of, I don't know why cobbling is the is the example, but uh, but that, but but that's kind of what a community of practice does, and that's what I felt like uh, was so encouraging about this gathering was that there were there were other people, that they weren't just you know random leaders from you know various places, but they were people who were actually were all trying to do kind of the same thing. We're trying to learn how to navigate ministry and mission in the 21st century, in this post-Christendom world, when everything is kind of being thrown up in the air, everything's changing. Um, we're trying to learn how to lead in a new way, trying to, trying to find out what Jesus is doing uh, in the midst of uh, our culture today. And um, convening spaces where we can, where the learning's in the room, where we can learn from each other. Um, was really valuable for people. That was one of the things that I took away from is it was almost like it was almost like being together would have been enough for a lot of people. Like even if the content was just terrible or we didn't even have any content, it would just be like, well, this is enough to just be with you. We had dinner last night with someone who was there from the table and her reflections on it were 
she sat in this room and she said, for the first time in 16 years, I feel like I've, I'm with my people again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is pretty incredible. It was incredible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that just came from uh, a I, member of I our church. I think that was a common response, right? I, I mean, Very I felt common. like that was yep. what we were hearing over and over again was like, yeah. when we hang out, I feel like this is my tribe. I feel like these are my yeah. people. And and I think mm. part of that is just because there there is a, we've talked a lot about disorientation uh, on the podcast and in our yeah. content. I think there is a disorientation that's happening. And when you run into other people who have been through it or are walking through it or sensing the same things or believing the same things about the church and about where the spirit's moving, there's, there's a lot of power in that hmm. of just, I'm not alone. I, I'm, I, I'm not by myself. I'm not the only one that feels this way. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of power in it. Yeah. It felt like, uh, it felt like God was doing something, um, that there was a, there was some power in being able to proclaim good news uh, to each other, as you said, Hardman. And then, um, yeah, I guess it was just, uh, it, it was it was good to see people get breakthrough in terms of uh, naming, being able to name uh, their bad news. We, ca- we call it bad news. I mean, that's just stuff like insecurities and fears and doubts and all the, all the kinds of things that creep into, you know, leaders minds anything that anything that decenters us from the love of god revealed in jesus yeah and and orients us in some other motivation desire or right. or want right then you use the word passion so anything that inflames our passions that isn't the love of god mm. is bad news um the other thing that i picked up from the people that were there was and you mentioned this hardman is that the learning is in the room which means that you know hardman and strinky and i were leading quote leading but the the teaching wasn't solely done by us. Right. So there's a generative conversation where people were const- it was like a constructive conversation that mm-hmm. was that was generative that we, we where we fomented sort of like this posture and this is hard to do. I feel like we're we're having to learn this as we go yeah. where we don't jump in and take control. Oh, I'm glad you said that, Mary. That reminds me of this speech I want to give for 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh or let me restate what you said better, so we can b- benefit from my words. Mm-hmm. But there's this there's sense of opening, opening, ha- open-handedly allowing uh, the people to have a conversation that's where you're not sort of you don't have an agenda and you're not trying to drive it to some some specific place, which which actually is hard to do because a lot of us just like to jump in in these big conversations where you have you know, we had 50 people in the room mm-hmm. and sort of like tell people what to do. Or speak yeah. definitively, or you know what I mean. Or wrestle, argue, the, argue with the point, or argue something with like the that, point, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there was some of that happening, but I think that there was enough of a like a social architecture in place where mm-hmm. people in, deeply intuited that's a violation here of what's happening. Yeah. Right. So there was yeah. this hearing, welcoming, listening, like deep appreciation for what people shared, mm-hmm. rather than kind of like a one-upmanship pontification. Right. argumentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's unique and special. It is. And I think because it's difficult. Um and you you mentioned like we're still learning how to do this. And I, I agree. I think overall um the space was good uh for that kind of conversation. But uh, that was what I came away one of the things I came away thinking was how can we better set those kinds of expectations and framework and and guidelines in the room to be able to say this is, you know, h- how do we help people participate in that? kind of conversation. Because any any one of us can get kind of triggered into some of those other modes, right? Like go into speech mode or, you know, I get, you know, 
ticked off by something. You, and, mean, you know what I mean? You mean any one of, of us except for me, Ben? Because I would not get triggered into becoming argumentative. <laughs> right. uh, clearly, clearly, just want to. Clearly, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we we all do yeah. that. Yeah, 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 we do, we do. So yeah, it felt, uh, it felt, it felt. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how else to say it. But I mean, my my final reflection is just that it, it seems like, uh, it seems like God was up to something. Like th- there was there was a. There was a sense in which this was not just, you know, some academic learning. This wasn't just uh, some pastors trying to encourage each other because life is hard. Um, but that uh, God was knitting people's hearts together. That there was a a sense of a of a like you said before, Hardman, like a, a sense of tribe, a sense of belonging, um, a sense that um, yeah, that we're not alone. We're not crazy. Although maybe we are crazy. You know, we're crazy together. Just a little bit. There's other there's other crazy people like us. And so maybe maybe God's maybe God's in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe this isn't uh maybe I don't need to go back to Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So one other just one other thing I noticed too is that the there almost was a fifty fifty male female split. Mm. That's good. And a lot of the women uh who were there like contrib- there was a really powerful moment the last day where there's a situation between two yeah. women who were had conflict and we just talked about how the practice of reconciliation creates yeah. a culture yeah the culture we're talking about a kingdom culture yeah. and the women were at the center of it and like led us for a good hour in unpacking what that looks like yeah and so vital it was vital yeah and to be clear, they didn't have a conflict in the room. It wasn't two women in the in the room, but um, but they were outlining <laughs> these two these two women were talking about a situation uh, that had happened like just a few days ago that involved conflict. But as they unpacked kind of how they responded to it, I thought it was a beautiful example of how yeah how how practices you know we talked about paradigm posture practices but how some of the practices of reconciliation and the practices of of the kind of leadership that we're trying to model and and, and call people into uh, how they work out on the ground when you know it's a very normal kind of conflict situation happens yep um, so that I, I thought that was one of the most helpful parts of the gathering for mm-hmm. me uh, was to was to hear that illuminated hear that outlined and to be able to kind of have other people comments on that and, and observe things about it. Mm-hmm. It was really helpful. Yeah. And I felt like guys, even the, even the times just around the bonfire or sitting in the living room or around a lunch, uh, there was some really powerful things happening because it was just people kind of narrating, Hey, this is what we're trying. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is where we're starting to see some fruit. This is where we're seeing the kingdom breakthrough in our community and just, discussing, okay, so how did that happen? How did you get a sense that God was leading you there? What are the practices that led you to it? What's the posture that shifted? Some of those conversations that were so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was listening to somebody preach the other day who talked about like, we hear more bad news probably in a week than our like great, great grandparents hold, heard in their lifetime. Right. Like the way that that information travels. Yeah. Uh, anytime something bad happens in our world, we're Im- immediately inundated with it. And that information mm. comes at us so fast. And, mm. and, and I wonder if we hear so much bad news that our bodies and minds weren't even meant for that. Uh, like it, <laughs> we're, like it, yeah. we're not, we're not created to hold that much bad news. 
And, and it just reminds me of like, we, I just, I have to have people in my life who are calling out the good in me and who are reminding me that there is good news at work, that the kingdom is breaking through, that, that everything isn't terrible, right? Yeah. We've got a lot, of, a lot of critique right now going on in the church world, which mm. is warranted, right? There needs to be a critique, but we also yeah. have to have a beautiful imagination for what's next. Uh, yeah. And I just need people in my life continually reminding me like, no, here's, here's the first fruits of the kingdom. There's good stuff happening. and yes. keep pressing in, keep yes. leaning in, keep, keep striving and, and keep loving and keep serving all yeah. of those things. Yeah. And I would much rather the expression of something more beautiful be an inherent critique than, yes. than, than to spend all my energy like specifically critiquing things that I think are bad and wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, like that, raging against the other cobblers. Right, the other cobblers who are who are doing it. Uh, the you know the mass market cobblers, you know, or Nike. You know, we're doing it right, that kind of thing. But just the just the expression, <laughs> just the, just being able to do what you sense God calling you to do, having a community that is doing that with you, that is that is coming alongside you, to be able to do that, and then however that may critique, you know, the powers that be or the status quo, let it be, let it be a critique. I mean, this is how I see Jesus living out his ministry, right? He wasn't intentionally kind of going after people. He was living out the kingdom, but then like there were consequences. There were there were th- ways that that rubbed the powers that be the wrong way. So I'd much rather be part of that kind of community, uh, Hardman, and you know, kind of let the chips fall where they may in terms of the critique. That's a good word. Yeah. So we want to do this again. We do. And maybe in Atlanta, maybe in Indianapolis again. If you have, uh, let's hear. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, a, we'd love to hear what kinds of things would you like to gather around. We want to curate mm. these same kind of conversations. So, yeah. what what are the things that would you would benefit from talking about? Mm. And B, we heard from I don't know probably at least as many people who weren't there as who came that they wanted to be there and just right. couldn't. Yeah. So, uh, let us know if if uh, geography matters to you, if Atlanta works better for you, and then also too, just an invitation. Like um, we really want to be the kind of community that that fosters and foments this kind of kingdom imagination that Ben Hardman just described, mm-hmm. and so just an, I mean we don't do this very much, but um, let me just do it now. Join us, mm. be a part of this. Yeah, not yeah. not just for your sake, but for ours. Like again, like we benefit greatly uh, from collaboration or cobblaboration. Collaboration. We benefit greatly from collaboration. <laughs> like the, the the center becomes stronger the more um, people who orbit around it with us. Yes. So, uh, and, and and two, like you know, um, the identity of gravity is shaped and honed by the people who participate in it. That's absolutely true. So join us, and it could be as simple as signing up for our uh, weekly newsletter. It could be. Uh, sharing this podcast with friends. It could be writing a review of this podcast so more people could find it. It could be coming to the National Gathering. It could be contacting us about coaching or doing a training at your church or your, uh, your, your, your house church or your business. Whatever it is, we want to be uh, connected to you. So whatever mm-hmm. way that makes sense to you. This is just an invitation. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. Right? To yeah, do that. It's good, Matt. Right, it's good. I, right there's so many people that I talk to that are just like, I'm out, I'm out here on an island. I'm doing this alone. Yeah. I, I, I feel yeah. isolated, and uh, uh, we, I think we do want to be a place where, where we're a family, yeah. and we're inviting people in, and we're saying it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, 
and that that works. Um, uh, I was just thinking that works two way, two ways, right? Like we want we want you to join, you know, like gravityleadership.com slash join, or actually, like uh, if you go to this podcast episode, I think it'll be a, there'll be a form underneath it where you can just you know, like Matt said, join our newsletter, you know, and get connected with us. But a lot of times too, like if you do feel like, man, I, I'm having these paradigm shifts. I'm out here on an island. Um, one of the one of the things that we can do is come out and do. Maybe, maybe not a community of practice or a learning commons, but a training, you know, for people that are in your church, uh, just, just a way for us to come out and introduce something new to people in your congregation, in your church, in your business, uh, to be able to open them up to, you know, maybe something, something new. You know, we could come out and do a training on one of our discrete, you know, practices or training in grace and truth, that kind of thing. Uh, and oftentimes what that does is it creates a community within your community of people who now feel like, man, these th- these are people who are now journeying with me. Um, I don't f- I don't feel like I'm all alone on an island, but I've I've got some people here with me uh, who can uh, who are beginning to speak the same language, who are beginning to adopt the same postures, and who are beginning to practice the same habits. Um, and you can create, and th- that's really how culture change happens. It doesn't happen. Uh, all at once. It doesn't happen in one fell swoop. It happens when a seed is planted within a within a culture. Like it, it's a culture within a culture, and then it grows from there. Like kind of like yeast in dough, which reminds me of something from the Bible. So anyway, let's end on the Bible. Yeah, should yeah. we? we can end with scripture? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, friends. Yes. We hope that uh, our reflections have been a benefit to you. We have some exciting podcasts coming out over the next several months, yeah. including a new series. Uh, we just wrapped up the Women in Men in Ministry series. Mm-hmm. A new series coming out at the beginning of the year, I think, uh, that we're excited about. We won't. We just want to tease it. We won't right. tell you. It's a new what it series is. about a topic. Yes, that you'll enjoy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it comes actually comes directly from your feedback and interaction over yeah. the last several months with our men and women leading alongside each other in ministry. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, and we'll share more about that. Anyway, yeah, grace and peace, friends. We'll uh, speak at you next time. Yep. See you later. Cobble on. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Gravity Leadership Podcast. If you found it helpful, please let us know by leaving a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you review podcasts. You can also email us at podcast at gravityleadership.com to ask a question, suggest a topic for future episodes. And join our online community for free at gravityleadership.com slash join. You'll get our latest content delivered straight to your inbox, as well as an email most Fridays with curated links to articles we found interesting or helpful throughout the week. To join us, go to gravityleadership.com slash join. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.